Hey guys, welcome to a Black Girl's Guide to Something where your local educated black 20-somethings give you the hot cultural take for the week. Yes, thank you for joining us here. And on this journey, together we're going to explore how we navigate both black and non-black spaces and manage to keep our sanity. So, since neither of us really stand any groups as we said, how about we share some of our favorite K-pop acts that we like to listen to? Obviously, BTS for the both of us for starters. We'll go back and forth. We have top 10 lists that we've made of the groups that we like and some of our favorite songs. And we'll start where our lists overlap and then they start to diverge. That's one way to put it. Diverge. <laughs> diverge. <laughs> All right. So the first group that I'm going to start with, since we've been talking about boy groups, you know, I'm going to give a little girl group representation and start with Red Velvet. Yes, Red Velvet is one of the first groups that I found in my exploration of K-pop outside of BTS. Uh, I found their song Psycho, and I started listening through their back catalog and discography, and I really like their B-sides, which is rare for an SM group, I've found. Usually their title tracks are good, but the album tracks aren't as exciting, but I've been really happy listening to Red Velvet albums and finding a lot of good songs that I like. My favorite song from Red Velvet's gotta be Bad Boy. Great cultural reset of a song, I think anyway, from what I can ascertain. Um, but honorable mentions go to Psycho and Sunny Side Up. So I have different experience with Red Velvet once again because I've been here, as my lovely co-host calls it, a brick minute. Brick minute. Uh, I got into Red Velvet way back in 2015 2014 something like that uh when there was only four of them yuri had not been added to the group yet and they came out with a song called be natural where Young of nct was still a rookie and he was featured in it <laughs> but yes i i do like red velvet i like red velvet a lot and my favorite song is also bad by Yes, that's my song. Yes. yes. So the next group, we'll keep it going with the girl group representation. We have Mama Moo. Yes, the one girl group that I feel like I can relate to most as a grown woman. Like there is something about the energy from Mama Moo that I can just relate to being in my 20s and wanting to drink and party and go and have fun. And that's not a sound or a content style that you get from a lot of girl groups. It's very cute and sweet, which is fine especially if you're marketing, you know, to the younger demographic. But, you know, I'm in my 20s somewhere, and I want to hear songs about me getting with my girls and going out, partying, and having a good time. Uh, my favorite song from them has got to be Go Go Bebe. Great little bop. Never skip it when it comes on shuffle. And my honorable mentions are Hip and Egoistic. So I got into Mama Boo because of Wien's solo that she did with CK, who is a rapper. It's a great bop. Go listen to it. Uh, but yes, Mama Boo is great. They are great. I love Wien, Wasa, Solar. Solar is a great vocalist. Oh, yes. Um, but I think my favorite song, I like Starry Night. Um, oh, Starry Night's good. Starry Night is good. I also like Dinga's third recent song. That's kind of just a party anthem and i love it it's great right so we're gonna throw it back to third gen boy groups for a minute the next group i have on my list the only group i will break my too many members rule for y'all see i have a rule 
where I really don't follow groups if they have more than like seven, eight members because it's too many names and I'm tired and I'm old. So the group in question, the one, the only, the self-producing, 17. Good to be. Good to be. Oh, yeah. (laughs) I love me some 17. There's a whole bunch of them. I still don't have their names straight yet, but it's fine. We're working there. I just feel the love for all of them. And the thing that I really like about 17 is, even though I will break my rule about too many members, they use all of their members. No one feels wasted. No, no. I think that three group, three leader thing that they do, it works really well for them. Uh, I didn't like 17 at first. I'm not going to lie. When they first came out, uh, that wasn't my thing. <laughs> Pretty you, that rubbed me the wrong way. <laughs> but we're here now, and I love me a whole Hoshi. Yes. That is my choreographer. <sighs> oh, we love it. Yes. Some other groups will have... 35 members and 17 subunits. I'm not talking about no one in specific, but they won't know what they're doing. If you're into K-pop, you know exactly who she's talking about. (laughs) But yeah, 17, I like that they get to really produce their artistic vision without a whole lot of boundaries. And I feel like there's, there aren't enough K-pop groups that really get to actually explore their own creative vision. Uh, my favorite song from Seventeen's got to be No F-U-N. The Kane Dance. The Kane Dance is Y'all, iconic. Look up No F-U-N live. The Kane Dance was a cultural reset in my life anyway. And I have not stopped listening to that song. The little do 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 be do 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 be do That is my loading music in my head. And I love it here. Uh, honorable mentions go to Good To Me, as you heard us bopping to earlier. And... Fearless, that comeback, the choreo, the staging was insane. Yeah, no, Fearless was their first comeback after a couple of years, and that was a really good live stage. Yes, big hit superiority, I didn't say that. Um, big hit superiority! And before before you godforsaken stands attack me, I am aware that they are under Pledis. Okay, thank you. <laughs> Context clues, y'all. I don't have time. <laughs> don't have time. And my favorite song by them is probably also No F.U.N. <laughs> It's a whole bop and a half will be on my cookout playlist. I love that thing, man. But the next third gen boy group that we both have on our list is GOT7. My nigga JB, man. What, no matter what he's doing, whether it's his solo work, Def Soul, whether it's just two or just him singing on a GOT7 track like that, he can sing. I love his vocal tone. And I, that's just my nigga, man. I don't know. I don't have anything else I can really say. Um, but I'm going to need JYP to let them out of the dungeon. Woo! Because I'm tired of them being tired. Look, if y'all are got some fans, y'all know. Fuck JYP, man. Honestly. <laughs> so my favorite song from them has got to be You Calling My Name. That song. It is the kind of sleek, glassy, club pop sound that I am a sucker for. Every day, all day, honorable mentions go to Poison. That is a real bop on off of their Die album earlier this year. And I also like One Degree off of the Spinning Top EP. Wow, I'm really pulling out album names. Like, I'm a real music reviewer. She knows all the albums. I know nothing. <laughs> uh, I remember God 7 when they first came out. And 
the song was girls 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 you love me dun, 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 money. and mark was doing acrobatics and bam bam was the first thai idol introduced into k-pop and it was wild it was a little it was a little rough it was a little rough but i i do love got seven i think one of my favorite songs of theirs right now would be ara that was on their die album written by young jay the blind choreography is in fantastic, so yes. And we can't forget Yu-Gi-Oh. Yu-Gi-Oh! <laughs> no, I love Yu-Gi-Oh. Oh, I love Yu-Gi-Oh. Once again, Dancing King, Dancing God. I may have a thing for dancers, y'all. She biases dancers. I, yes, yes, yes. You'll probably hear more about this in our later episodes. episodes absolutely. <laughs> So I think this is where our list pretty much diverged from here on out. <laughs> so just for fun, since I know Faith is going to go a little second gen on y'all. <laughs> we love it. No, I love it, honestly. So I'm going to veer and go fourth gen, which I'm not entirely sold on fourth gen yet. I'm going to be honest here. Like, I'm not, I know I'm just here. Like, I have so much right to say, but like, I don't know. I really only have two, maybe three groups from fourth gen that I'm really in, like, I really follow. Um, so we're gonna start with one, us, my current, I guess, alt, fourth gen group, if I gotta choose one, I think that they are the most unique fourth gen boy group out there, they're doing choreo and concepts and staging that are very different from anyone else in the industry, um, I love their, you know, soft ballet boy, but very dramatic and theatrical air that they go for, you know, I don't need any more people in, snapbacks <laughs> no i mean look I, one us is not on my list but i do love one us they have the elegance of second gen the creativity of third gen and the emboldenment of fourth gen it's great here it's, it's great. great here and i really feel like they don't get as much credit as they deserve i wouldn't go as far as say they're underrated like they're selling fine and people know their name but i think compared to the other ones that are outpacing them i think that they deserve a little more credit You'll probably hear about the group she's referring to in, once again, a later episode. A later episode. Um, but yeah, they release consistent bops and are like their B-sides, which isn't something I can say, again, about most fourth-gen groups. My favorite song for them has got to be Lit. Uh, that song, they are being Korean as hell and loving every minute of it. And I love groups that get to really embrace that identity because, as we said, it's actually new that more Korean musical influences are being introduced back into k-pop now honorable mentions come back home their comeback from this august i believe it was i mean the music video looks expensive they look great and blue sky is one of my favorite b-sides because they let Lido the rapper sing and i think he has a really great unique voice <laughs> it's deep she, if she biases dancers, I tend to bias a deep voice singer. Kim Taehyung. Okay. <laughs> uh, so my next group is, once again, as she said, second gen, as she says, making me, fun of me, mock me. <laughs> no, really, I love it. Oh, it's FT Island. They are not an idol group. They don't do K-pop. They are a rock band. And they are under FNC Entertainment. Uh, I'm not a rock music person. That's, haha, that's not my thing. But FT Island is one of my exceptions. And 
Honky's voice. You can literally notice that voice anywhere. Pick it out of a lineup. It is magnificent. And my favorite song by them is BPM 69. Honorable mention Madly and Lovesick. I love Madly and Lovesick. Especially Lovesick with Kim Na Young. But yes. Yes, FT Island. Yeah, Faith is really going to have to get me to look more into the like rock band scene and the ballad singers because, yeah. man, it's the way she talks about them. Like, it really it starts getting me emotional. Yes, yes, <laughs> FT Island, FT Island. <laughs> so the next fourth gen boy group that I have on my list is, once again, Big Hit Superiority, the one, the only, the killing everyone and coming for everyone's necks. TXT. The babies. The babies. Also known as Tomorrow by Together. I think they are also very unique in the fourth gen as it stands right now. You know, their little magical boy, Harry Potter, slightly dark kind of theme that they're going with right now is super cool. And I think, I like that there's only five of them, again, because the less people, the more likely I am to really get invested. But I like how they do their choreography with all five very, very tall boys that they are. Um, I gotta say that my favorite song from them, Run Away. Run away, run away, run away. Great song. I love Run Away. Probably their best lead-off single. Honorable mention, Going to Can't You See Me. That came out in their comeback this past summer. And also, New Rules, because that's the, I like the little jazzy choreo they do with that. It's not hip-hop. It's not trying to be the same, again, the same style that I feel like a lot of fourth-gen groups are going with. And they really make good use of their tall, tall selves. Yes. Yes. TXT, BTS's babies. Yay! Uh, so next up on my list, once again, drastically different. Um, it's fine, though. <laughs> this is what we're here for is the one the only the incomparable park yoshin uh he is a ballad singer he's been around probably since the early 2000s if you have not heard park yoshin look it up right now google it youtube it i love him i love him uh his voice alone will make me emotional i never actually cry i don't cry i can't do that but uh it makes me choke up every single time, whether I'm in a good mood, a bad mood, whatever. I love Park Yoshin, and my favorite song by him is Goodbye. It's <sighs> Goodbye. Yes, she has. Faith really, she's shown me a couple of ballad singers and from her side of the Korean music world, and I will definitely say that since, once again, we don't have ballad singers over here anymore anyway, um, I really appreciate the way that they evoke emotion because like, even if i because i don't know what they're saying i definitely have to say that i can still feel the emotion even if i don't know exactly what the words are saying because of the way they're able to translate that through just the instrument that is their voice and i think that's a very impressive very impressive skill all right so next on my list i'm also gonna transition over into some solo artists and the first solo artist that i have on my list is tay min also known as the maknae of the group shiny their Woo! second gen 
Yes, yes Thaddeus absolutely. Second. Sorry, that was his second. Well, because he's only twenty-seven, so like I forget. Uh, yeah, so just to give you just, like, an idea of why Shiny's kind of funny, uh, Bakken is the leader of Super M that is also has Taemin, and Bakken is older than Taemin, but Bakken is third gen. It's kind of Generations are kind of weird. <laughs> it's kind of weird. There, there's not a lot of hard lines. I love his voice. Um, it's very unique, the timbre and texture to it. He always is able to evoke emotions once again, even though he's not, you know, a ballad singer. He's still able to, you know, use the texture in his voice to tell a story, which I always love. And I think he's a great dancer. His choreos are always on point. Um, they call him the, is it they call him the idol's idol? Is that yes, Taven is the idol's idol. If you don't know why, go check out Criminal, press your number. He's a great dancer, guys. Great dancer. Great dancer. Yeah, so... As my co-host mentioned, my favorite Taemin songs. <laughs> uh, first one being Criminal from his comeback in September. The whole EP is good, to be completely honest. I absolutely recommend giving it a listen. Um, but the title track, Criminal, is so good. It's once again that kind of sleek club pop that I've mentioned before. And it is a whole bop. And honorable mentions, Press Your Number, and also strangers off of the ep that came out in september and it's the songwriting that one really gets me um because you know the idea that you can like have a relationship with someone and then you stop talking and then it's just like you're two people two strangers but you have memories of each other i just that line really hit me for some reason so i just wanted to share (laughs) okay while Taven has been putting my co-host in her feelings, my next one is MC the Max. Yes! Um, they debuted back early 2000s. Once again, I've been here a brick minute. I know a lot of things. I'm old. Uh, and they are technically a rock band. They do mostly ballads now, kind of rock, kind of ballad. Uh, but if you know of any competent vocalist in the K-pop industry, they have probably covered MC The Max. They are a great band. They're incredible. Once again, they can make me emotional no matter what my actual emotion is. And my favorite song by MC The Max is After You've Gone. Oh, that the vocals in that, the guitar riff, it's all great. So yeah. Next on my list, we're... Also, another member of Super M, as we mentioned earlier, we're going with Backin. Um, he is a. I love his voice. Strawberry Oh my gosh, I just love that song. And the whole album was good, but specifically Candy. Like I cannot get that song on my head. I can't stop listening to it. He's holding Super M together with his bare hands and sheer willpower. Someone save him. Please, nobody ask for this. But, yeah, fave song, Candy, with honorable mentions, Candy and Candy. (laughs) (laughs) In case y'all want to check out Byakun, his vibe is definitely R&B, real soulful. That's where most of his solo music leans towards, so check out Byakun. Next on my list, I am actually not going to pick out first gen or second gen. The joke's on you, co-host. So, next up is Yu Wei Sung from Producer 101, who is now part of N 
flying and you may be asking aren't you just a fan of and flying the answer is no i'm a fan of yu hei song <laughs> uh he uh the first time i found out about him was when he did that duet with honky from ft island and it's such a great duet and uh what is my favorite my favorite song i mean maybe it could be that duet that he did with honky i think it's still love you still with you something just look up ua song and honky you'll find it you'll find it uh but he's been on immortal song and all these other different variety shows showcasing those vocals i love me a good way song yes yeah um also if there are any anime fans out there any demon slayer fans and flying did do a cover of the theme song from demon slayer so definitely check that out that's how i've gotten see them do a lot of covers they do they did a dua lipa cover they do other covers don't ask me which ones i can't cover a lot they cover a lot i mean fnc hasn't okay but anyway yeah (laughs) yeah you know we'll rant about companies in another episode because i know we have a lot of thoughts um (laughs) the next solo artist on my list gotta be chung ha i love i've loved everything she's put out so far and her voice is beautiful and she again makes that in case you haven't heard already i like sleek club pop in case you haven't heard um and i think that she's one of the best doing it especially for female solo artists i feel like there's solo artists are really getting their come up sort of right now in the k-pop like in the actual k-pop proper industry it's like not as group dominated favorite song gotta go it's every every part of it works for me it is the perfect song for danielle like if there is a perfect song that describes danielle's music taste it's probably gotta go by chungha honorable mentions go to snapping and roller coaster all right guys next up on my list is the Yoon Murray. She is a black and Korean artist. She's been out there doing her thing since the early 2000s. A lot of Korean Americans from Seattle and LA and all bunch of different places always end up going to Korea to pursue a music career and they always like you know collaborating with her. Yoon Murray is great. Uh, yes I love her. She's actually married to Tiger JK and you, I know most of y'all don't know who Tiger <laughs> JK is. Once again, I'm old. But yes, she's married to Tiger JK. And my favorite song by her is You and Me. Nice, nice, nice. We love to see representation of. Yes, repping. She reps out here with her box braids and afro. Yes. Yes, someone who actually has an afro wearing an afro. Nope, we're not getting that right now. It's another day. So the last artist on my list is IU. So this is one of the artists that I came upon through, kind of through BTS, through her collaboration 8 that she did with Suga. Um, But as I have been really getting into her music, I've really gotten to like her songwriting a lot. Like, I like the way that she writes. I don't know, I just relate to it a lot. Um, I think she also has a very unique voice. I love when I can tell exactly who I'm listening to. Hmm. And I think that she has a unique voice, from at least from the slice that I have listened to. And my favorite song from hers is probably BB, because that is a very fun bop and just makes me want to just shimmy my shoulders and have a good day. 
Um, honorable mentions go to eight, the collaboration she did with Sugar, and ending scene. Ending scene. Oh, look, I don't listen to a lot of IU. IU is really bubbly, light, bright. Light not bright. my thing. But <laughs> I love ending scene. Is it because it's kind of like a sad breakup song? Probably. That's all I listen to. But <laughs> I love ending scene. Yes. And my last one, guys, I'm actually going to end it on me and my lovely co-host generation which is third gen with b2b yes Yes. b2b they are probably what i would consider the best vocalists in the main industry mainstream k-pop industry Ugh, b2b b2b what can i say about b2b i love hyunseek he is a great musician his father was a korean folk artist B2B. You gotta listen to B2B, guys. Like, even their rappers can... Ugh, B2B. <laughs> but, uh, my favorite song by them... Hmm. My favorite song. It's probably a, actually a B2B blue song. Uh, I guess I'll just have to say I'll be your man. Because I, uh, I don't think I have, like, an actual favorite song. But I just love hearing their voices. You're just, like, their sort of whole sound. Their whole sound. Ugh, B2B. Yeah. But um, this is by no means an exhaustive list for either of us. Oh, absolutely not. I could go on for hours about the different types of people I listen to. I mean, I had there's TVSQ, there's Super Junior, there's Itzy, Twice, Fancy. Um, <laughs> but uh, this is once again a Black Girls Guide to K-pop. This is our guide to help you navigate the k-pop scene exactly and you know there's other groups that we like you know root for like for example faith says she roots for one us but it didn't quite make her list um one of the groups on that category for me is probably going to be like stray kids like i i like the idea of what they're doing and you know they make some bops and they have really good rappers in that group the fandom's a little too thirsty for me and they're a little too young um so i'm gonna just let y'all gen z have that that's for y'all and that's fine I know nothing about Stray Kids. All I know is that apparently this kid, Felix, is a very good singer. Yeah, he has a very deep voice. He's also Australian. Ah, oh, like Bang Chan. See, I know yeah, Bang Chan. Yeah, so like, we have two Aussies in the group. But yeah, his he needs to take the bass out of his voice, in my opinion. But you know, I'm just old. I'm just old. Um, uh, Secret Number is another had a really good debut this year. I'm rooting for them. They got people from all over the world, Korean-Americans. They got an Indonesian member. You know, who dis? There's a, there's a little boppy little song. I like their- Denise, their main vocalist, is really good as well. So I'm rooting for them. They're the only real four- Other than Itzy, they're really the only other fourth-gen girl group I'm looking out for. Uh, so as you can tell from our list, this is the difference between someone who is fresh-faced, full of energy on the K-pop <laughs> scene, and someone who is old and just listens to our She has weathered and been through it. I have been through it, y'all. The enlistments. It's, I swear Super Junior was in the military for 10 years, but that's neither here nor there. Uh, so this is the conclusion of our episode of a black girl's guide to something please don't forget to click subscribe leave a review tell all of your friends don't forget to follow us on twitter it's gonna be great yes and all of our social media platforms will be linked below any resources that we have to share for your viewing pleasure and 
we will see you next week. See you next week. Thank you, guys. Thanks, guys.